Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. <laughs> what a up, cacophony. I love it. Hernan Cias like here. the opposite of a symphony. <laughs> right? Cacophony? My tone was way off on that. Hey, man, it's all good. We all are acapella singers by heart, right? That's Absolutely. Why yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's why we got mad skills. Chorus time. There it is. Choir. Here we go. All right. Hernan Cias here, host of the Business Bros podcast, along with my co-host. The insurance bro, James Cias. And as always, always, always excited, happy. We're just, just so we've been having fun already. We already have been, been having so much fun, and uh, it's gonna keep right on going. Here we go for the show today. We are excited to bring to you an impressively dynamic duo, a proud San Diego real producers partner. Today's guest is a true professional in all things construction, highly reviewed and referred all over San Diego. As a top contractor in both the residential and commercial space, just wait for the name drop. This company has stood the test of time, has been killing the game for over a decade. Whether you're building, renovating, or recovering from a fire or flood, today we bring you a full-service residential and commercial general contractor with a specialty division in disaster restoration. So, joining us from Resicom, see, residential and commercial, Resicom, nice. please <laughs> welcome Eli Humphrey and Daniel Garcia. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. That was an intro. I need to hire this guy full time. That's worth the wait. That's worth the wait. Round of applause. Took a second. Took a second. He does his thing. It takes him a while, but it, it comes Sometimes. out. Yeah. Just all right, guys. Uh, Welcome to the show. Thanks thank for joining us. Thank you very us. much. Yeah, Thanks for having this. us, guys. I appreciate it. All right, we're going to hop into our conversation because we want to know all about what you've been doing for the last 10 years, how this thing came about. But before we do, we want to remind our audience, we're looking for 100 sweaters, hoodies, or blankets. So if you guys got them, please hit us up for the donations. We're halfway there, and we got some donations still coming. Hit them, hit James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. He's also the insurance bro. So if you guys need help with any of your insurances, your home, your auto, commercial, business, workers comp, whatever it is you need, we're here to help. Maybe you want to add insurance into your business. Maybe you have a mortgage office or a tax office. We can help you with that too. Remember, we do all the work, but cut you the check. 619-884-0045-james-at-csfirst.com. Today's show sponsor is dronequote.net forward slash business bros. That's where you go to get the solar thing started. Look, the sun is spitting out the money. You just don't have the glove to catch it. Those are called solar panels, ladies and gentlemen. And where you get the solar shopping started is at dronequote.net forward slash business bros. They're going to send out a drone, measure your rooftop, send it to roofing companies, send it to solar companies. You sit back, pick the quote that works for you. Done deal. Now you got the equipment. Now that sun's spitting out money and you're able to catch it. Dronequote.net forward slash business bros. Woo! Woo! Ready? <laughs> I love it. Well, like I do keep it going. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> All right, guys. I want to know about your company. Look, um, we, we we talked a little bit after, before the show because we did a lot of talking before the show, right? 
and uh, you're not natives of San Diego. No. So no. how do you? How, where where'd you come from, and how do you decide to start a company here and get it off the ground? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Yeah, I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, I was born and raised out in South Carolina, um, and ultimately just through travel and everything, kind of fell in love with San Diego. Wanted to be can, here. Right? Yeah. yeah. You, how do you not fall in love with it? So. High school, I was doing a lot of surfing and just coming out here, hanging out with friends and family and just traveling all over. As soon as I landed in Southern California, I knew from that time moving forward, this is where I was going to call home. Destination home. And then through a series of a couple of other events, I met my college sweetheart uh, in college. <laughs> and uh, that was out in Oklahoma. And she happened to be here in San Diego. She was a native as well. And so I was like, hey, this works out well. Perfect. And... Uh, here My I am. are going to like me. Yeah. We're taking, I'm taking you home. <laughs> yes. Oddly enough, we were friends, um, the three of us at that time. We were all connected to a big group of us, and um, he moved out here actually ahead of me. So, Daniel, you can kind of tell your story, but. Yeah, I moved here in 2000, 2003, right after, uh, right after graduating and came out here. I mean, professionally, our paths are very different, uh, only recently converging to being the business development guy. But yeah, I mean, I, I came to two, 2003. I was a police officer. Uh, yep, I was LAPD. Uh, and LA uh, of all places. Yep, yeah. LAPD. And then I lateraled down to Escondido PD. Uh, long story short, was medically retired due to an injury. And then I went to seminary to work, uh, yeah, to pursue ministry in church, churches. Did a, a master's of divinity for four years. Been working in churches the last two years. Wow. And then uh, came on board with Resicom just six months ago. Wow. So like helping churches like grow their, like to, to grow, right? I'm assuming like. Uh, at, kind of like pastoral. Um, yeah. Doing counseling and uh, doing some of the, the given sermons and things like that. That's amazing. So, yeah. From the shield to the pew. <laughs> and, that, and, and now that's his Instagram handle, Cloth and Shield, because we call him Man of the Cloth. Right? That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Cloth and Shield. I like that. So, yeah, so, um, yeah the, the whole Resicom story, I mean, I tried to get out of construction for the longest time. I grew up in and around the trades. It's part of why I went to school. I'm not doing this. I'm yeah, not doing like, this. I'm not doing this. I don't want to be 40 swinging a hammer, but I always had a love and appreciation for blue-collar work. Uh, it does make the girl, the, the world go around. Yeah. People absolutely. don't believe that, but, um, yeah, I have a great appreciation still to this day for people that are in blue collar trade work. And, um, but I always had that affinity for like learning and appreciating business as well. And so I was like, man, I really want to try to figure out how to combine the two of these. And I kind of just fell right back into it. My wife's father at the time was running a very large commercial outfit here in town. And so I was like, I just married right back into it. Something mm -hmm. I tried to get away from for the longest time. It's got then, you, man. You yeah, were on a leash. Yeah. You never knew it, but the leash was there. It, it was there the whole time. So then the just economy. Gave That's what happened. Yeah. She just gave, <laughs> gave me some slack and then <laughs> pulled, pulled, right yeah, pulled me right back in. Um, the economy kind of took a dump as well at the time. And then I was like kind of floundering, trying to figure out. I knew I had to you know, just support my family. I'm like, well, here I am. I'm in it. Let's keep this thing rolling. So Resicom was born kind of out of a really bad time, to be honest. And then I just well, let's kept dig it into going. That. Let's dig into that. Because yeah. I, I know, I mean, you're talking 2007, 2008, 2009 yeah, era, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I, 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 one of my best friends is, is a general contractor and, and, you know, like 
you got to the point where you have employees and these these guys shrank down. They became like one man shows again, you know, yep. maybe one or two guys and it got really slim pickings during that time. Like you you decided to to venture off and build your own company at that point. That's kind of that's kind of tough. I mean, <laughs> once you hit the 2011, 12, like things started to pick up again. People started flipping, buying stuff, right. you know, that they were buying when when prices were low and and you know, work started to pick up steadily, but a lot of guys just were like I just need to find a way to 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 feed my family they went to regular w-2 jobs yep you took a different approach like what were you thinking <laughs> um i just figured i guess it's it was kind of like moving out here you know people always say oh yeah if you can survive in san diego you can survive anywhere if you can survive in new york you know you can survive anywhere if you can survive in san francisco it was kind of the same mentality i was like all right it can only go down from here right sure. so i mean my only option is up yeah you know start get this thing going um we're in the worst time that our economy has seen practically ever and it, it just wasn't an option my daughter was just barely born and i was like i got a mouth You're to feed to the wall yeah man. backs yeah. to the wall i just purchased uh you know first home all this stuff it was like classic scenario of like the stars have aligned in the worst possible way <laughs> yeah and so it was just kind of forced me into a position of just stepping out being brave one step at a time well, what was the wife saying at the time was she like nervous she, about it? i mean it, she grew up in the construction it's game funny too, yeah we we laugh about it all the time I mean, my wife kind of made this vow to herself that she was never going to marry a business owner or somebody in construction because that's where she came from See, and her it tightened right up too so she you know she married me uh, business owner and fell right back into construction so uh, she was very supportive. Thankfully, she had kind of already been there, done that with seeing her family go through stuff and um, seeing her dad's business grow over the years. And it was uh, obviously like a really good thing overall, watching her dad's company grow and support their family. So she knew the inherent risks that came along with it. Um, and so it was actually a lot easier. And to have her support, I wouldn't be who I am today without it. Um, she's been a monumental piece of like who I am and what the company has done over the years. So what did it's it, really good. What did it start off like and like compared to what it is today? What, I mean, you know, when everybody starts their <laughs> business, they always start off as cool. I got my DBA, you know, yep. I got, you know, I got some business cards. I'm in business. Yeah. But, you know, where you are 10 years down the road, like what, what, what was, what's that been like? Yeah, it's, it's been really fun. Um, I mean, having Daniel here is even part of that. It's, it's literally, it's gone from my wife being, out in a baby Bjorn with our daughter strapped to her chest, handing out business cards, which we look back on some of that material now and laugh because yeah, it was like Word documents, you know. Um, I printed and, it. This yeah, thing I printed this thing yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it was like me wearing every single hat, being the estimator, the project manager, the guy actually doing the work out in the field, and then still trying to come home and figure out how I'm going to collect invoicing and um, send the next email out for the next bid and. So it was me wearing every hat to then, you know, me developing something. And with the help of a lot of people, my partner's not here, but I'm going to give a big shout out to Mike Mallory. Um, he's not huge on social media either, but he's there. Um, he'll, he'll listen, I'm sure. But, you know, people like that, that actually come alongside of you to where then you're taking load off of your shoulders and, and giving other people responsibility and not just responsibility, but opportunity. You know, and I, I think that that's been the, the biggest kind of blessing of all of it is like now I get to see other people flourish 
not just from my hard work, but from other team members that are invested into the growth of our team. And it, it just has opened up opportunity for us to bring on guys that are saying, hey, need another shot at kind of doing something different. Career change, um, people that have, are buying their first home, their first car, you know, first celebration of like, hey, I've got a year locked down at this place of employment. We're doing really cool stuff. Even right now, we're reaching out with, you know, to trade schools and stuff and getting, you know, the younger up and coming guys to like show interest. And that's cool to be able to develop stuff like that. So it's it's just taken on a completely different how comfortable Look. were you when you started to let go of some of these things? Like when you are, yeah, you're wearing a lot of hats and you're doing a lot of things, but you know they're getting done, right? You know yeah. they're actually getting done the way you want them to get done. A lot of people, when it comes to that expansion point where they're like, uh, maybe they hand it off and they're like, give it back. You're not yeah. doing it the right way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how was that? It's it's still tough. Um, it's a it's like a daily struggle because I'm I'm a you know I'm not a complete control freak. I don't like having my thumb on people's back and like being that micromanager. Did you get the XYZ task done? I operate with a lot of like freedom and autonomy. I like to just give people enough space to say, hey, you're a responsible adult. Do this. Here's my expectation. But with that, there is a very high expectation that I'm giving you enough freedom for you to be responsible with that freedom. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a fine juggling act of like going, ah, man, I still want to be involved in this versus, um, yeah, I'm going to let this guy just kind of run with this. You asked earlier, um, kind of off, off the radio, we were talking about, you know, having to drive around. We, we just this morning did a big vendor kind of customer appreciation down at a supply house that we were at this morning. And so that's part of why we were in a different part of San Diego, but that, you know, just that alone, that's something I used to do just by myself. I'd go out and set up, you know, a tent with our branding and all that on there and pass out cards and gifts and try to get people involved and collect business cards and do all that networking. And now it's like, Daniel, here's how it's done. Here's what I used to do. Here's this tip. Here's this trick. So it's like, here, take it. Hand you it can, off. Yeah. yeah, you can see what I used to do or let me see how you operate it now and then let's collab on that and just figure out a better way to keep our name growing. So Continued. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully he's doing that with somebody else down the line, you know? Give him another six months, he'll have somebody else underneath him. Yeah, right. Yep, exactly. So, Daniel, tell me a little bit about what you see. Like, you've known him for 20 years, right? You obviously knew that he started this thing, and now you're coming on board as, you know, on the biz dev side. Like, where did you see, like, from an outsider's perspective, how how did you see this thing progressing? Yeah, it's funny. As as he's kind of telling the story, it's, I, I still think about this quite often, actually. It's been interesting for me to, yeah, be very involved in, and he and Jamie, his, his family's life for these 20 years, uh, known him for a long time, obviously. And then I remember the days of him, you know, starting his company and, and like him, like we're talking on the phone or we're hanging out and he's just telling his, you know, all of us guys hanging out and he's telling his experience of, of like going door to door or, you know, work doing a handyman job or whatever. I mean, he, even at my own mother-in-law's house, you know, he he had done some projects. So I remember those those days, and you know, it's it's really cool for me to be on this side and see how, again, on those humble beginnings to what he's built today, uh, the the amount of work that he's put into. And again, 
being on the friend side, I know the kind of man that he is. Uh, and, and now getting to know Mike, the, the character qualities that they have of integrity and just the, again, just the, the men that they are and what they've built. It's, it's really cool for me to be on this side of things and, and see what they've built, how they've built it. And it's awesome. What are you looking forward to as far as like, now that you're on board and you see the entire operation, you see it from an outsider's perspective, you see it from a biz development perspective. Like, what do you see in the company where you're like, this is where I'm going to make the biggest impact? What do you think that's going to be? That's kind of a tough pointed question. I know. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> good one. Uh, that is a good one. Um, I think for me, you know, as I briefly said, you know, my, in my prof- professional background, being a police officer, uh, working in church ministry, a big thing for me uh, is, I, I, yeah, I genuinely love people. The reason that I became a cop was because I, I genuinely wanted to help people. The reason that I wanted to do church ministry was, again, I genuinely wanted to help people. And the same thing with this, um, even, even in business development, yeah, the goal is to grow the company and things like that. But the, the reason that I love what I'm doing right now is because I get to have meaningful interactions with people and to get to hear people's stories, uh, and even offline from business things. I, I love being able to have those deeping meaningfuls, you know, and, um, be able to either just be a listening ear uh, or be able to provide words of comfort or encouragement or just pulling people up, you know? And, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I hope that I can add that uh, as a component. It's already there again, knowing, uh, Eli and Mike, uh, the whole team at Resicom, uh, these are people that are already acting in that capacity. I hope I can bring my flavor to that, uh, though, and bring empathy and, and, uh, love and all those kind of things camaraderie in that place right yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> well I, I gotta ask you 10 years um you know when you first start a business and you start grinding it out and you start making connections things are are kind of going on the up and up mm-hmm. have you experienced anything where you're like man i don't know like maybe I, I hired too quickly or you know maybe i'm over leveraged on this particular project and you have like some issues like what kind of hiccups have you seen in the last 10 years that you've like that you you've run across like oh crap here's a wall yeah and, and you know what'd you learn how'd you overcome it oh man i could i could tell so many stories um I think that that's the cool part also is like, I think, yeah, doing exactly what we're doing, taking time to ask the tough questions and then have somebody that's vulnerable enough to like answer it and answer it honestly. Um, Those oh crap moments come more frequently than people want to admit. You know, um, there's so many times in business where you run into challenges and, you know, I, I said even another thing offline, you know, earlier is just like showing up is half the battle. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you show up and just consistently say, all right, regardless of, you know, fear or adversity or, you know, problems, whatever comes along your way, you're going to show up. And then not only when you show up, but show up and do the right thing, you know, those things will just kind of carry you through. And then next thing you know, you're looking at something that you thought was a big deal and it's like you're going to have a bigger challenge at some other point ahead of you that you have to do that same thing again and then that thing that you thought was a big deal is something small and it's in your rearview mirror so you can that, look back and kind of yeah, laugh at these yeah, things yeah exactly right? so i mean there's so many things where um yeah being over leveraged financially um or yeah like you said hiring i mean there was a time where we thought we were doing the best thing in the world we had so many jobs coming in and so much business and we're hiring left and right. And then the next thing you know, 
if I really looked at myself in the mirror, you know, I wasn't managing those employees correctly. As fast as the money was coming in, it was like putting water in my hands. Yeah. I, I couldn't hold it. So given a lot of people jobs and, um, you know, but I'm not seeing the return on any of that stuff because these guys were just showing up and just loosey goosey kind of just, Hey, we're out here and I got another job for today and my job's secure, but there wasn't any like direct management or oversight and they were just collecting a check. You know, there's everything from that to like, oops, I made a big mistake on this. I didn't or, estimate this correctly. Yeah, or exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, here recently, I'll throw throw a quick story without name dropping any employees. We had a guy show up and uh, he put something in the back of his truck, a very expensive item, just flew out. It's like a fluke thing. And it was from the person I would least expect that from. Mm. But it happens. Yeah. I mean, what do you do in that situation, though, when you find out that information? You got to show up and just do the right thing. Hey, it's on us. It's our fault. My responsibility. We're going to take care of it and it's going to get replaced. And that's what customers appreciate. That's what people want to hear is like, hey, these guys did the right thing. They know how to take care of people. They're not running from conflict. There's so many people, especially in this industry with contracting, you hear, hey, I got burned by this contractor. This guy ran off with my money or this guy dipped out when it was time to, yeah, you, you know. All over social media. Yeah, Every he had to fix you this. Every time you have a referral, like yep. an agent says, they always say the same thing. I need a good contractor. Yeah, what exactly. are they trying to say? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? What are they subliminally so saying? For, for me, I'm, I want to like constantly, I think that's part of what draws me into this as well, is like I want to constantly get away from that mentality. I don't want that to be the norm, but it takes action to like, fight that stigmatism you know so mm -hmm. if people already have this stereotype that you're going to do xyz or that the minute they point something out to you you're going to kind of get up in arms and like fight them on the issue or whatever i'm not here to do that let's just take care of the problem let's move forward let's be forward-minded and say at the end of this i'm shaking your hand and you're inviting me over for a barbecue saying hey i want to show off my product and then and show you off to my friends and family. And that's, that's and the thing. Your, your company, being in the business for 10 years, having the referrals and the and the, the references that you have online, yeah. I mean, trust is one of those things that's hard to build. It takes time. Yeah. You know, it's customer after customer after yeah. customer. And you can easily lose it. Like, that situation you were talking about, had you been like, I don't know what's up with that. It's not my guy. Like, regardless, like, that one negative review, like, that thing cascades really quickly. Absolutely. Absolutely. People will throw out, you, you could do a hundred good things for somebody and one bad thing and it'll overshadow the hundred good things that you did. Mm -hmm. So it's like the quicker that you are to actually just address the bad thing and face it head on, not run away from it and just, Hey, this is what happened. Let me try to put a positive spin on this. The silver lining is that we're not going anywhere. I'm here. I'm not running away from this. We're going to take care of it. And if you approach every day with that same mentality, that's what keeps the phone ringing. You know, people want to come back and work with you and say, yeah, hey, these guys did the right thing. Their quality is there. They address this concern. I mean, I hear it all the time. I just got off the phone with a, uh, a lady earlier today and she's a referral partner and just said, you know, excuse me, you know, you'll have to forgive my layman mentality around this, but just help me, help me understand this process. Again, I'm answering those questions instead of running away and taking this as like a personal attack that this guy didn't say the right thing or he got the wrong information. I'm just giving her the information that she needs to know. And she's like, oh, man, thank you so much. It's put me at so much ease 
now hearing it straight from your mouth and most of the time people wouldn't do that they wouldn't take the time you know to like really kind of dig deep and dig and, deep and, and yeah like answer, understand where yeah. she's coming from she's just, she's speaking could, the layman's term she yeah. doesn't speak construction yeah she i could be the pro here yeah. and put myself above her you know but that's not going to help anything yeah, she you know? doesn't care whether you were one sixteenth right. of an inch off and now you know adds up and now you're like way off like right. she don't care what technicality is she's like how are you gonna fix my problem yep. that's all i want to know yep that's a big difference. Well, I'm, I'm curious to know on like on the biz dev side of the way your operation is. Um, and I'll, I'll share a story with you. Recently, we went to um, to our, our corporate event. We put it we we grabbed our staff. We, we all went to Texas and we kind of sat for a couple days and, and restructured how our, our company is so that we have some sort of order on things like when a problem comes up, this is this person's role and responsibility. Mm-hmm. When this thing comes up, it's this person's role and responsibility. Uh, what was your experience like in, in developing your company that way? So there's a hierarchy of, of, you know, a chain of command in your, in your business. Have you, have you gone that far? Does it exist or, or is it something that's uh, already in place? Yeah. Um, it, I mean, just, with anything it takes time dedication if something's important enough to you you'll you'll figure out a way to yeah repeat a process right so it's like i had a mentor that told me one time um you know you're going to get to a point in your business where it's kind of like just sticking the ingredients in this machine you're cranking the sausage wheel sausages keep coming out you know it's not magic You're, you're just you're putting the right things in there put enough seasoning enough of this you're gonna get a good sausage every time so it's like if you if you can figure that out with your business and figure out you know hey what's what's turning that wheel and how's money coming out you know get all those things in order if it's staffing if it's you know um solutions or protocols for how you handle each procedure and it just takes time to figure out what are those ingredients and let me write it down and let me see how much I got to measure for each one of those ingredients for it to taste the same way. So, I mean, it takes time. Um, that's, you know, another area where I can really kind of shout out Mike and say, man, this guy, he's been very good. He'll see something and go, okay, we're going to break this down and get into the granular part of this to understand it and really, take the take enough time to say here's the finite details of how this works let me write it down put it on paper put it into a spreadsheet and boom here's the the expectation for how we have to do this and then having other people around that'll say hey i'm going to hold you accountable now to that if this is what we're expecting to really say no hey this isn't you, you put something weird in this sausage it doesn't taste the same you know yeah yeah and that's, I mean, it's that's a weird analogy using no, no, meat and, it, you know, yeah, sausage on a crank. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's developing a system that re, that pulls out the same result every single time, yep. right? Like yep. if you go to McDonald's here or you go to McDonald's in North Carolina, that exactly. burger's going to taste exactly yep. the same because you expect when you walk yep. into the McDonald's to have that kind of yeah. – that, that flavor, that the size of the burger, the way the fries are, everything has to be exactly the same. And, and backing up, you know, I, I said earlier I don't like – putting my thumb on people and kind of micromanaging but at the same time there's a fine balance of knowing like we all come from different backgrounds we all have worked at you know maybe a different job maybe one boss was more strict than the other you still have to guide people and give people kind of the boundaries hey stay in this lane Mm -hmm. else you know i could say open that water bottle you know there's going to be a couple of different ways in which you do it and if it's not my expectation that you, you know, twist off the cap, maybe you just squeeze it hard enough and the cap pops, pops open. Yeah. open. You know, it's like 
if I want something done a specific way, I've got to be adult enough to also say, hey, I want you to open this water bottle, but here's how I want you to open it. That way, you know, you translate that down. It could be something as simple as somebody answering your telephones for you. You know, don't be afraid to write out a script and say, hey, this is how I want you to say it. Here's how I want you to introduce yourself and the company or whatever it is. That way you're not constantly dealing with a source of frustration for how the person did what you asked them to do. Yeah. They're still answering the phone, you Absolutely. know, but put, put your flavor on it and say, Hey, this is how I want you to do it. If you expect that, or if it's something that you're not as concerned with, sure. Give people creative freedom, but it's got to align. So, I mean, ultimately for me, that's how I've grown the, the company and helped see things develop over time not being afraid to break down somebody's specific profile, even if they're overwhelmed by what they see. Cause a lot of times that'll happen. You know, you start Especially breaking down somebody's profile yeah. and all of a sudden they, they see, they thought they were coming in for, you know, an eight to five job and you know, Monday through Friday. Oh yeah, I do this, I do that. And they kind of describe it. But then when you see it on paper, it's like, Oh wow, I accomplished, you know, 150 tasks throughout my week. That's a, that's a lot, you know. Well, it's also a, met, a metric, right? Now, yeah, now you exactly. can see how effective this person is compared to the next person you bring on. Is the next person yep. at the same caliber? Are they at a higher caliber? Is the first person off? Like, you know, there, I I uh, I had somebody tell me one time, like, if you want to know whether your grass is being cut the right way and the right amount of time or being priced, have two people do it, right? right. Because then now you're if you only have the one person and you know that that's what they charge you and it takes them four hours or whatever, like you have nothing to compare it by. As soon as you bring on the other guy and the other guy's like, I'll do it in half the time and I'll charge you half as much. All of a sudden you're like, Whoa, what's, what's going on here? Like yeah. there's a comparison metric, but you have to have that metric in place so you can say, this is a good employee. This is, this employee needs a little help. Maybe it's not that they're not a bad employee. Maybe my system's not in the right spot. Right. Maybe I didn't, like you said, I didn't define that job role correctly. And yeah. so of course they're lost. Right. They get lost in what step, you know, that sort of stuff. Yep. Now I got a question for both of you, but um, I'm going to start with you. Uh, where do you see like you've seen you've seen where he's come in 10 years. Where do you think he's going to be in the next five? Just from an outside perspective, since you knew the company, now you have a, a nice point of view. And I want to know where you where where you envision yourself at five years. Sure. Another five years down the road. Yeah, I guess in my in my short tenure at Resicom, I feel like I've come in at a time of, of really good growth um, that has some some pain points in terms of just like feeling out that growth. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's really exciting to me in terms of, again, knowing the amount of work that Eli and Mike and the Resicom team are willing to put to get to where they are today, knowing that they're, they're willing to do that kind of work and knowing the capacity that we can grow all that much more in the next five, five, 10 years, I think it's going to be really exciting for Resicom to be at a, um, yeah, at a place where we're taking on uh, more jobs, taking on, um, yeah, fun and exciting jobs, working with industry partners uh, and growing. Uh, so, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the next next few years. How about you, Eli? Do you have like a like a direct, vivid picture of where <laughs> you want to be? Um, I, I think yes and no. I think because of, uh, yeah, because of some of the autonomy that I give to a lot of my team, I, I mean, one of the exercises that we've just recently did at the beginning of the year is met with all of our leadership team and had them put together 2020 vision. Um, Daniel actually helped kind of kick that off. 
And so he was like, Hey, here's my, here's my 2020 vision. And it was like, I didn't put any parameters around it. What, what is your goal for this year for yourself and for your department? And I did that with each one of my department heads so that they're telling me what they want to see. And then as a company, we're all going to get behind that. And so, um, I mean, granted that's for one year that we're saying, Hey, we're broadcasting this for 2020, but yeah, specifically for me, but wasn't, that, it a, wasn't it amazing? Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, I, I know we did the same exact thing, and it was, it was funny because when we were doing our structure, I was like, okay, everybody who's here, I want you to write out how you see the company, and we're yep. going to present it, and we'll we'll ask questions to each other. Yep. But to hear every department's perspective on how they, they see it completely different. Yep. It's the same company, but yep. everybody has a completely different point of view of how things operate. Right. So, you know, the, the key part for me is like, yeah, being the captain where I'm directing that rudder still. So it's like taking all that vision and then compiling it and saying, hey, this is where the company is going at large. Hey, you got you have to tweak a couple things here with what your expectation is and vice versa. This guy needs to do this. And how do we all band together, put our arms together and come together as one unit to move this thing forward? So. It's really cool. And so all that said, my five-year you know, goal and plan is to see some very aggressive and strategic growth. So as Daniel said, it's, it's a cool time for us. We've kind of, we've gone through those ups and downs and the hurdles of like, everybody says, oh yeah, make it past your first year, your second year. There's always some magic number, yeah. right? You know, some oh, make it, yeah, number, yeah, make it to year five. And it's like, we've hit those benchmarks now. And so it's like, we're a decade into this thing. It's start. It's, it's time for us to really kind of spread our wings and, and see, um, yeah, that we're doing something really aggressive with our growth, but strategic, not just a wild man, you know, going, hey, we're going to grow really aggressively and things are going to get out of control. We're doing it and we're doing it very strategic, um, strategically and doing it with everybody's vetting and backing. And so that's really cool. It's a cool part um, of, yeah, doing what I do and, and watching some other, you know, executive level guys in the company guys and gals uh shouldn't limit it to to men alone but yeah what's just it, what's watching it been like for you like like uh like what does it feel like now being uh that captain of the ship it's it's got to be different than like if you think back to the day you were wearing all the hats you were the captain then too but it's a totally different type of leadership compared yeah. to where you are now now you you're talking departments and staff now you're responsible for people you know like putting food on their table and their family yeah. and their kids like what's what's that been like for you it's it's been yeah it's been really fun and just really yeah it's been a fun ride i i enjoy it um i mean part of it there are times where yeah still that like innate leader that i am wants to come out and maybe override a decision or like but the other it's just fun it's like it's fun to be able to grow something into a stage where you don't have necessarily funny money i'm not ever you know advertising like oh yeah i just get to blow money or blow this isn't a big deal just you know shell out you know money but it's making it rain why not but but it's it's also very fun and empowering to just put that responsibility back on others and say hey ultimately at the end of the day i trust you you know you're gonna you're gonna make i trust you to make this a successful venture i trust you to be able to pull this off i trust you to implement this system by doing that that's actually way more empowering than me being the leader saying no hey we're turning left at this turn maybe it's not a left or a right in the road maybe it's a y and we just have to figure out which 
one of these is going to get, get to us pick the direction. Yeah, yeah in that direction. So it's it's really cool and empowering to actually do that and exercise that on that level. So, Thinking of Lieutenant Dan on the ship. We're going to find the shrimp over there. <laughs> <laughs> Go do <due> west. <laughs> I mean, that's what you get to do. Yeah. Right? You're at the top and you get to, you know, whether or not you find the shrimp, that's going to be on you. But yep. at least, you know, everybody's on the same page moving in that direction. Yep, exactly. How do you see, how do you see the, like the entire staff? Are, are they like a close knit family? Are they like, everybody's still kind of, you know, my department, my thing. Or, you know, what's what's the camaraderie like at, at uh, Resicom? It's really good. It's really fun. Uh, I mean, we have some, some people that have been there for a long time and have been through uh, those, those growth times uh, with Resicom, started out young. Um, I mean, there's people that we've, like, gone to church together for a really long time and have those those life experiences even beyond just work and so that that feeds into whenever we do come together for work uh being able to work work past conflict be able to have good times um so yeah it's a fun it's a fun sounds like you guys are there together you know weddings funerals births all that stuff throughout the years yep absolutely i mean uh, yeah you you mentioned funeral my mom just died uh back in october and I'm, I'm from Texas, and Eli came to Texas with me. Uh, so, yeah, I was out, flew out there to be with my family. So that was tough. And, yeah, it was. Thank you. Yeah, it was a, certainly a, a difficult time. But, man, to have to have Eli be there, you know, come out, that was that was a huge thing. So, again, that's just – I don't I don't mean to – No, that's, that's exactly <laughs> – I mean, that's a perfect example yeah. of, you know, what this family is. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a company, but you guys are, are – it sounds like you guys are a family. Exactly. Though. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it, nine times out of ten, you work around people more than you see your own real family, yes. you know, yes. and your friends for that matter. So it's like you may as well have a good time and get real with people, mm-hmm. you know, figure out what life is all about and do it together. Um, there's still an element of like keeping things personal. You know, personal life can still be personal life. But if you got to work together, you may as well establish that camaraderie and know that. You know, the guy that I'm working next to has got my back. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it goes kind of across the board. There's um, the cool thing about it is, yeah, regardless of gender, background, race, religion, like I truly try to find a way to connect um, with everybody on my team and do things that are personal and enjoyable to them. I mean, one guy, we just went shooting, you know, together. There's other people I've been to the desert with, to the river with, to, you know, as Daniel said, church with, um, to random family events, you know. Um, it's it's like last year, it was so funny, a bunch of our guys put together a soccer team, you know. <laughs> and they were just like, hey, we like we all we're like playing play, soccer yeah. together and play together. may as well do it together, you know. We're all around each other. They're like, hey, boss, can, can we, can we uh, have the company sponsor part of our team and – like, sure. Why not? You know, so it's like and the unity that I saw those guys bring to the table on that work uh, project that they were all assigned to. It, that much it was insane. Yeah. We went from like a, you know, a 12 man team down to like three or four specific teams because they were installing that product so quickly. You know, efficiency. Just, went it, up. Yeah. 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 That's, so and that's the power of it. Yeah. Little things like that. It's just awesome to watch. Yeah. All right. Like I asked you guys a ton of questions. So we're going to move into the ask the bros section. So yeah. while you guys think of a question to ask us, I'm going to remind our audience. We're still looking for a hundred. We're at 50, but we're looking for a hundred blankets, sweaters, 
uh, hoodies, whatever we can to help the homeless stay warm. So if you guys got them, hit James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. He's also the insurance bro, so make sure you guys hit him up for all your insurance needs, home, auto, workers' comp, general liability, whatever it is that you need, we got you. Maybe you want to add insurance into your business. We're here to help. We'll do all the heavy lifting for you, kind of like these guys do all the heavy lifting, right? You just got to hit James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Show sponsor for today is dronequote.net. The sun might have gone down, but it's here every single day. So those sun rays can be dollar bills landing on your rooftop if you have the equipment ready to catch it. So dronequote.net forward slash business bros is where you go to get the solar process started. All right, you guys ready? We're ready. Do it. Ask away. Personal or James or me? I know James didn't do much talking, but you can ask him a question. I have I have a question that yeah. uh, was sparked earlier. You were talking about that you had done uh, with your team kind of developing uh, sounds like some, maybe some systemata- systemization. Um, the question that I had was in the process of doing that or even planning to do that, that planning process, was that based off of uh, models? Like, are you modeling that process, the systemata- systemization? Or, or is it based off of uh, personal experiences your own business intuition what all goes into that whole process So when it comes to like the daily ins and outs of what happens operation wise that's james like he's 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 the systems guy he's the one who comes in and he's developing like you know our personal lines training and commercial training how we you know implement certain things um and then we have another staff member Corey, who's uh, on the admin side helping with the accounting researching that sort of stuff so we had uh people who were doing certain jobs the problem is like we didn't have a direct uh, chain of command. Like we didn't have a direct uh, designated roles and responsibilities for each individual department. So things kind of overlapped and bent and, and you know, they, they kind of mesh together. So, you know, it could have been this person's problem or it could have been this person's problem. And things don't get actually solved because it's kind of in that gray area in the middle. Yeah. <clears throat> so when we got together, um, it was more of like, uh, what's the one thing that if we, if we came together and we got this one thing accomplished, would it, fix a lot of what we wanted to do and for us it was like well let's identify roles and responsibilities for our departments and honestly honestly it's it's it comes from like meeting people like you guys and and being able to talk to you guys and and what worked in your business what didn't work in your business i mean we've had over 200 people come on the show sharing their stories horror stories great success stories and we get to learn from a lot of that plus our experiences in other businesses right but for us we, we got to the point where our business is big enough where if we didn't fix these problems, we were going to do exactly what we're doing, just treading water and never actually going anywhere because mm-hmm. we're, we're stuck at that point where we're, we've hit another section of plateau. So how do we how do we organize what we got so that we can direct the ship wherever we want to go? If we want to direct it this way, cool, well, let's go this way. And now everybody knows their role to get to that same position. That's yeah. why I was, you know, when you were talking about that, that's that for us, it's been huge. I mean, it's only been, you know, a few weeks since we started implementing, but those few weeks have been amazing, right? I mean, you're it's in true. the office every single yeah. day. No, there's there's definitely a buzz. There's a whole new energy. There's uh, direction and vision and all of these things that were just vital. I mean, we we just didn't have that. Um, it, there was a lot of changes in 2019 uh, that felt like uh, you know kind of got got the uh, the wind blown out of the sail, if you will. Yep. And you know, coming into 2020 and getting that vision that we did, getting that clarity, we came back just energized and yeah absolutely it's just been a couple of weeks but we can feel it we can feel the difference that's good it's awesome now 
I, I got to see the results. I got Go another question. Go so business bros, um, you know, I'm, I'm recently finding out about you guys, your story, background, et cetera, uh, how long you've been around. Um, congrats on how many episodes and how long you guys have been doing thank this. You. So, yeah, thank, thank you. you guys. Um, and thanks for having us on the show. Of course. Um, my question is, where do you guys, I'm not even looking for a five-year plan, but where do you guys see yourselves taking the show and making sure that, um, yeah, like even today's episode, that things stay relevant and that you're relevant with the industry? Because, I mean, it sounds like you're kind of in a, a niche market for you know who's out there but how do you how do you want to perpetuate that into the future do you see yourselves around and doing this you know yeah so uh james what's the why statement to <laughs> empower others to create wealth for today and generational wealth for tomorrow so there that's that's, that's like awesome. a, a, a simple little thing that we've kind of adopted on the show um originally our our our, our show motto was to be of service to others right that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what, how mm-hmm. we grew up if you can help other people achieve what they want to achieve you're going to achieve everything you want to achieve and so for us i mean when we when we started we said we we're going to do this for three years right well i told him we we're going to do this for three <laughs> years and um and now a year and a half into it a little over you know a little more than that like every relationship that we've come across everybody we've met everybody we've talked to um the the branding that we've been able to build i don't really see us stopping right so you know and one of the things i've I've started thinking about more and more um and every time i talk to you know people like yourself and and i always ask that question when i when you have a staff like how did you let go of things Mm -hmm. and i think uh reflecting back on that it's me trying to ask myself like we have this podcast (laughs) and now we can take it to the next level i can either try to figure it out myself or i can reach out to somebody who's in in a similar industry and be like what should we do with this? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? How right. can, how should we take this to the next level? Yeah. And I think that's me trying to let go. You know what I mean? By me asking you guys, I think that's me trying to convince myself. Like, <laughs> what's next? What's next is I need to hire somebody who's in this industry to come on board and help take us to the next level. Mm. Yep. Because because I I mean we can figure it out, but even when we figure it out, it's it's like oh we should do video. Oh we should like cut up our stuff. Like every mm-hmm. epiphany is because of trial and error why do it that route when there's other people who are in this industry who can help like catapult bring on a partner and be like help us build this yeah to to where we want it to go yeah absolutely i've always kind of said that with my own business um you know there's people that like they they're so afraid to relinquish you know power or authority or you know whatever and it's like i'd rather be that guy where i have 10 percent of a hundred people's efforts versus a hundred percent of my own effort yeah. you know, any day of the week. Cause I, I just know that I can accomplish more with those individuals and those yeah. people that are bringing something else that's creative to the table and saying, Hey, instead of being afraid of like somebody that may be better than you or, um, may have done this or gone there ahead of you or, you know, whatever it's like, it's bring them in, yeah. pull them into your circle and, and help, grow from you know those opportunities grow with each other and exactly and so it's awesome i was listening to you guys talk and i'm scolding myself because you guys were saying how you know you hand off a part of it and then you just you want to take it back and i'm sitting here thinking oh crap i was doing that in the agency today (laughs) 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 trying to give this this 
uh, you know, roll away to somebody else. And then, like, I catch myself still scheduling appointments, and I'm like, oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a learning curve. You're not going to get it perfect every time, right? Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Trial and error. Excellent questions. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, Uh, Stephen Moore says, what's up, Eli, by the way? Nice. Stephen Moore. What up? What up, Stephen? James, uh, which camera are going to look at? Straight, uh, well, they, they, yeah, they can see each. They can see themselves. Okay, Steven, what's up? So, Eli, uh, take a look at the camera. Tell people how to get a hold of you. A hold of you if they want to work with you. Call our company eight five eight two two seven nine seven zero zero. You can look us up on the web www.resicom.com. Pretty simple. R E S I C O M. Seen right here on the hat, the shirt. Um, I would pass out my personal cell, but that's been a dangerous thing over the years. <laughs> yeah, um, that's tough. So you can call this guy, though, anytime. He'll give his personal <laughs> cell phone number out because he's our biz dev guy. Um, so, yeah, that's the easiest way. Look us up. Give us a call. Reach out. Um, you can email Eli at resicom.com, info at resicom.com. Lacey at resicom.com, Mike at resicom.com, <laughs> Daniel. I mean, there's we, we have a lot of people on our staff that can help out. So just reach out. Don't be afraid. Um, questions, comments, concerns. I get inquiries all the time. People asking me, hey, what do I do in this scenario? Or how, how could you help me here? Advice is free. That's one of the best things about my business. I like giving out free info. So. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's how you build and make them know, like, and trust you, right? Yep, absolutely. All right, guys. Hey, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having yeah, us. For being awesome. patient with the delay. Or, yeah. You know, on the phone, technical support. So I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, time time is of the essence with you guys are here. So thank you guys very much. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, ladies and gents. That's all we got for you guys today. Have a great, what are we, Tuesday? Ta- Tuesday. Uh, take Action Tuesday. Take Action Tuesday. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.